the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan. Let's go the distance by keeping our distance. Nissan, innovation that excites. Well, as always on a Tuesday, we go on the couch to wrap up our show here on The Hard Shoulder. It's a great pleasure to welcome Professor J.J. Gilmartin. He's a consultant, respiratory physician and chair of the COPD Support Ireland. And he wants to talk about COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Not a great underlying condition to have in the COVID-19 crisis, as it is one of the at-risk groups. But moreover, there are around half a million people living with this condition, even though nobody can pronounce it. JJ, welcome to the programme. First of all, like I, I, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with respiratory problems. Asthma, bronchitis, emphysema, pleurisy. Is it some of those yokes or is this COPT something completely different? It is, it is some of those yokes as well, Ivan. Uh, COPD is is now the preferred term for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. And I've often explained to patients that chronic doesn't mean that it's awful bad. It just means that it isn't going away, right? Obstruction means that you have narrow airways and pulmonary is obviously referring to your lungs and we know what disease is. So you mentioned emphysema there. Emphysema would be an important part of the COPD family. It's not asthma, although if you have asthma uh, from early in your life and it's very badly managed, you may well end up with COPD. And what about bronchitis and and what about pleurisy? Yeah, pleurisy is a different matter altogether. So bronchitis is part of the COPD family too. There are two kinds of bronchitis. You can get acute bronchitis. We all probably get that once or or twice every five years where we get a bit of a virus infection. It goes down our uh, tubes a little bit and we're a little bit wheezy and it might last 10 days. And you cough up the green phlegm. You cough up the green phlegm and it, it may settle down of its own accord or you may well need an antibiotic. Now, Chronic bronchitis, on the other hand, is what is part of COPD. So this typically stays with you. Every winter, you're coughing up the green phlegm and you need an antibiotic. And that might happen two or three times each winter for consecutive winters. Okay, let's combine that because people say, I got the COVID and it turned into pneumonia and I was in hospital. Is pneumonia in your uh, COPD group? No. No, so pneumonia and pleurisy are, are closely aligned. So pneumonia just means you have an infection within your lung tissue. And pleurisy means that that infection has gone out to the edge of the lung and caused inflammation of the pleura, that is the lining around the lungs, and it is very, very painful, Ivan. When you breathe in or sneeze or move with pleurisy, you feel that you've been stuck with a knife. And um, so pleurisy uh, nearly always occurs as part of that uh, infective process that we call pneumonia. COVID causes a viral pneumonia inside the lung tissue, right? And that is a very severe form of pneumonia. Uh, And as you know, people are dying with it and people are needing a lot of oxygen and other ventilatory supports to get them through it. 
Now, one of the reasons we're speaking to you, Professor JJ Gilmartin, is you have produced a pack as part of the uh, uh, COPD Support Ireland. It's called Cocooning with COPD. What is the pack and how can people access it who have chest problems? Right. So the, 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 the pack is made up of several things. Uh, firstly, I should say that the pack is available free uh, if the text 51444 given that you text the word COPD, your name and address to 5144. And <clears throat> uh, you'd say, well, in this day and age, why are we posting packs out to people? We're, we're trying to care as well for the, the older demography, the older person, who probably mightn't be as good on the internet as the younger person, right? And they'll like the written word rather than the word on the screen. Uh, it's also available on our, website, on our website, copd.ie, if that's the route they want to go. In that pack, on either way they access it, is a very informative leaflet called COPD and Me. Fantastic tips to live with COPD, keep yourself well, how to manage it, how to self-manage it, how to recognize when things are going wrong, and how to get support when things are going wrong. As well as that, we have um, uh, what we call a communication card, which they can use with their GP to keep track of their medicines, make sure that they're up to date with their flu vaccines and their pneumonia vaccine. And in due course, I suppose, we will be talking about the corona vaccine as well. Let's hope we are. Are you worried that people who may need inhalers and antibiotics and have COPD are actually staying away at this time? You've hit the nail on the head, Ivan. The, 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 the issue, the concern that we see now is that we're wondering where have the patients disappeared to. Because in fairness, the people with COPD are cocooning, they're staying away, they're, they're isolating themselves from others, but they will still get flare-ups. And unless they manage those flare-ups quickly, they will end up with a very bad flare-up and that will result in turn with a prolonged hospitalisation. Now, they're, they're absolutely right to cocoon and to avoid the possibility of getting COVID, right? But they should be reassured. There's no reason not to ring the GP. Often, a telephone consultation will work very well. That's what I spent the morning doing now today, telephoning patients, checking in on them going through a management plan with them. Would that be a video call now? That will, soon it'll be a video call. But at the moment, it's only by telephone, but we are going to get a video system. And they being able to see me and me able to see them will add hugely to that. Are some of those people people who should be being treated in hospital? Well, this is the worrying thing. to stay at home and stay away from the ED. They don't go to the emergency department at the moment. If they need to be in hospital, they need to be in hospital. And they should go. And they need to understand that there are two pathways in every hospital now. There's a COVID pathway and a non-COVID pathway. And if you don't have COVID, you're going to be well away from people who have it. And we're all taking extreme precautions in terms of PPE to protect the patients that we meet. And tell me, uh, in terms of the general, say if there was no COVID at all, yeah. emphysema and bronchitis, can you, can you cure it? Or is it like what you said, the chronic, you can only kind of really manage it? You can only manage it but you can manage it very well. And one of the 
interestingly, one of the best managements for this condition is regular exercise. Now, if you're cocooning in the but house... But if you're out of breath and uh, you can't get up the hill... Well, yeah, well, this is, this is a thing called pulmonary rehabilitation. And this is a course of specific prescribed exercise which is tailored to suit the patient's needs and their ability. And tell me this, you know, it, it is scary for people in terms of their elderly, their cocooning, and say they have these underlying COPD conditions. Um, are they the people who are really most at risk from COVID? Yes, yeah, they, they, yes if they get COVID, they're, they're almost certainly going to get a very bad flare of their COPD. Uh, they're high risk to develop COVID pneumonia and may well need uh, ventilatory support in hospitals. There are two things I have to ask you about. First of all, we just spoke earlier on the programme to someone from Boston and they said they were talking about 10% bed occupancy and a lot of the extra facilities they'd put of tents and solar outside hospitals aren't going to be used. We spoke to Paul Reed just and he spoke about 30% bed occupancy. I mean, is it is it your experience as you look around you that actually in the middle of the worst pandemic, we've lots of empty beds and people staying at home that should be in hospital? Yeah. Because before this happened in January and February, we had 600 people on trolleys. Everything was bursting at the seams. The waiting lists were half a million. You, I needn't tell you the script. And now it seems we've only COVID. As I say, where have the patients gone? The pay, the, the disease, those diseases, the other, the normal diseases other than COVID haven't gone away, Ivan. So, and, what's and your message to people? My message to people is if, and and this applies not just to people with COPD. I mean, if you have symptoms of a heart attack or a stroke, you need to get medical attention, and you need it promptly. Right. Um, the final thing I want to ask you is lifting the lockdown. What's your take on that? Well. <clears throat> I'm not a public health expert, but I think some bit of relenting would help people psychologically enormously, especially these older people, if they could go out for a walk at a specified time, for instance, so uh, and where they wouldn't meet anybody. Right. That would be very beneficial to them. All right. Text the letter COPD plus your name and address to 51444. That's 51444. And then you will be sent the cocooning with COPD and the advice line on COPD 1800-83-2146. Professor JJ Gilmartin, consultant of respiratory physician and chair of COPD support. And thank you indeed. The Hard Shoulder on News Talk with Nissan. Together, let's play our part by staying apart. Nissan, innovation that excites.